Saints fans, Pelicans fans, let's go. This is the Black and Blue Report. Black. Bree is going to go deep. He's got Graham. Touchdown. Blue. Down the lane. Shoots. No. Tip follow in for Davis with three tenths of a second left. Welcome into the podcast for the fans, straight from the teams they love. It's good to see you guys, and uh, I didn't know we had Studio B here in our facility. Good setup. Now that I know where your guys' little office is, I can pop in here whenever I want. Well, we're playing through AD, and so everybody's going to have to adjust to that. Coaches, players, analysts, celebrities, and more. That guy's Anthony Mackie. I've gotten in many of our arguments about the Pelicans and the Saints uh, over the years. Harry County Jr. joins us here on the Black and Blue Report. Undoubtedly, to me, the Saints are the singular reason that New Orleans is back on the map. Hoda Kotb from the Today Show on NBC, our guest. You know, New Orleans gets in your blood. The Saints never leave it once they get in there. This is the Black and Blue Report, straight from the source. No appointment radio. Wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. How goes it? Welcome into the Black and Blue Report. We come to you this Tuesday from our Smoothie King Center studios in downtown New Orleans. I'm Sean Kelly. This is the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. Hope that it finds you well. We are ready to go for tonight's Ball game between the Pelicans and the Suns here at Smoothie King Center. Hoping for a great crowd tonight, much like we had last Friday against the San Antonio Spurs. And things are buzzing down here on this uh, Tuesday. Of course, the Ohio State Buckeyes and the Alabama Crimson Tide are buzzing around the Mercedes-Benz Superdome in preparations for their football game. So it is lively to say the least here in the uh, Smoothie King Center Mercedes-Benz Superdome neighborhood here today. Uh, earlier today, both teams went through their shoot-around. The uh, Pelicans went first, and then the Phoenix Suns rolled in. And boy, the Suns roll in here. Roll in. I mean, that's six straight wins now for Phoenix after they beat L.A. the other night. This will be the third game of a long road trip for them. And uh, we'll see how the Pelicans do as they continue to be up and down and up and down and now sit at 15 and 15 overall. The Suns are 18 and 14. And if you want to start thinking or talking about playoffs, I know it's uh, not even New Year's yet, but if you want to start talking about playoffs, Phoenix is certainly a team that you've got to take care of business against. Right now it's the Suns holding down the eighth seed in the Western Conference about a game and a half ahead of the Pelicans. So it uh, wouldn't hurt to get a win tonight for obvious reasons, but also you'd get a little, uh, a little extra oomph on that win by taking care of Phoenix, who's right above you in the standings. So... I'm looking really. I'm really looking forward to this one tonight. Really looking forward to getting to see Goran Dragic and uh, Eric Bledsoe again in that backcourt for Phoenix. They've got the Morris twins, the Dragic brothers. They're the first team ever in the NBA to feature two sets of brothers. So a very unique look and a Suns team that takes me back to the uh, Steve Nash days. They love to get up and down the floor and run with it. We're going to talk Suns basketball here in just a moment with Tim Kempton. He's the radio analyst for the Suns Radio Network. And then we're going to visit a little bit with Tyreek Evans. Some of it about the college football we referred to a moment ago and uh, also about where he's found a place in Monty Williams' rotation this season and a thought or two about tonight's ball game. Not a whole lot of football news today. Of course, we saw 
the uh, the big coaching moves yesterday, the Indomitian Sioux uh, news yesterday. We shared with you Sean Payton's uh, Monday morning presser. Um, so there's not a whole lot to report on the Saints side here from um, our standpoint today. There may be more tomorrow on uh, New Year's Eve. But with all that being said, we're going to focus in on the Pelicans and the Suns. And we'll get it started with Tim Kempton here from our Smoothie King Center studios right after this. Pelicans fans, be sure to download the team's official app so you can play our new game, Quest for the Coast, presented by Chevron. Help Pierre the Pelicans save the coast in this infinite flying adventure. Save as many miles of the coast as you can before the water rises. This fun, interactive game includes a basketball bonus round and educational facts about the environment provided by the Audubon Nature Institute. Quest for the Coast, presented by Chevron. Available only on the Pelicans app. Download it today. I'm Tom Richards. I'm 35 years old, vice president of sales at a regional paper company. Six months ago, we decided to transition to one of those cool collaborative open space offices. So now I sit in the open next to three other sales managers, which means there's nothing separating me from... (coughs) Not getting Carl's nasty cold and missing a sales opportunity this winter? That is my purpose. Blend it now. Try the Immune Builder Smoothie at Smoothie King. It's the tastiest way to stay healthy this winter. Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. It's Pelicans game day. This is the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. As we mentioned, the Suns are in town tonight. They are rolling right now. They've won six in a row. They're beating teams up, averaging over 111.5 points per game during that win streak. And kind enough to join us is our old friend Tim Kempton here this morning. Tim, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, Sean. Great to, great to be with you guys. I'm glad you were able to join us and stay out of trouble here in New Orleans last night. Nicely done. <laughs> Thank you. I think it, I think it was the uh, opportunity to come on your show that uh, got me in early last night. Well, I knew that you were the responsible one. I knew I, knew I could count on you. Um, you know, interesting road trip. Uh, you know, this is the natural Sacramento, L.A., New Orleans swing, huh? <laughs> Unbelievable, isn't it? We, we've talked about it uh, so much this year. There used to be a little ebb and flow in, in road trips. You, you know, Sean, you, you'd go through, you know, like how about Dallas, San Antonio, New Orleans, or, you know, something like that. But uh, in today's day and age of, uh, 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 of chartered flights and everything, they just tell you to get to the game whenever the, the day is and play it. Yeah, no doubt. And we'll broadcast it tonight, uh, that's for sure. Tell me about why the uh, Suns have won six in a row. Well, I, I think it's just been an overall aggressiveness that uh, that has definitely helped, and, and it starts out front for us with Goran Dragic and Eric Bledsoe. When when those guys are, are aggressive attacking the basket, it just creates so many opportunities for other people. Markeith Morris in, in the low post, uh, you know, and then I have to throw Isaiah Thomas in there as well. He's done a phenomenal job. You know, we we finally gotten all three of them healthy an extended period of time and just figuring out how to get them all on the court at the same time and that also goes to Goran Dragic being a pretty good defender on bigger guys because when all three guards are out there he's got to go over and take the bigger you know two three swing man whoever it is the other night in Los Angeles it was Wes Johnson and also uh, the, the switch from Miles Plumley going to Alex Len in the starting lineup Alex Len has done a very good job using his length, uh, defensively protecting the basket, and we've become a better rebounding team. 
with Alex Len on the floor. And as you very well know, Sean, when we get the ball off the glass, we're pretty good at getting up and down the court and scoring those easy fast-break points. And with that being said, this team sure does remind me a lot of the prior generation of Suns, Tim. This one does, yeah. They're, they're getting to that point where they're really starting to believe in themselves. You know, there, there were times in the beginning of the year, as I mentioned, when we didn't have all three three of those guards, Isaiah Gorn and Eric, out there, and there, there wasn't that, that concerted effort to get up and down the court. But the, the players are starting to see the success. They're starting to see... Uh, how good they can be when they when they do put that emphasis on running. So uh, they're starting to believe in it. So they're running more, and they're scoring easier buckets. In in, in your last six wins, four of those times, um, Tim, you guys have outscored your opponents in the paint. Is that direct correlation to this running you're talking about, or is there a little bit of a post game starting to pre- present itself? No, I think I think it definitely has something to do with that. But again, Sean, it goes back to that aggressiveness mm-hmm. of the guards, the dri- dribble drive, getting into the paint, someone else having to step up, and they're dro- dropping it off to guys that are finishing at the rim, Alex Len, Markeith Morris. So I-, I think it's definitely in correlation to running, but it's also that aggressiveness that we talked a, a little bit about. So if you look back, though, prior to the six-game win streak, you had six straight losses. Um, <laughs> was, that, was that injury or was that a young team? I think it was a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, they were trying to find their ways. And, you know, Sean, in, in the NBA, guys have the utmost confidence. So when things start going bad, one guy will step up and say, oh, don't worry about it, I'll do it. Or another guy will step up, well, I'll do it this time down the floor. And we were trying to trying to do too much individually. And, and, and as you well know, our roster, we're, we're, we don't have a LeBron or a Kobe in his prime or an Anthony Davis to just throw the ball to and go, okay, you settle us down. So we got to, it, it kind of snowballed a little bit where guys are trying to do too much individually, then all of a sudden it, it, they snapped out of it and they realized, hey, we need to move the ball, be a team, get open shots for each other, make plays for each other, and, and that's when good things will happen. And now it's snowballed for us that way. Guys are seeing how easy it is to make plays for other guys to get open shots and now we're moving the ball, and we're getting those easy buckets. Timmy, I think, uh, you know, you mentioned you don't have that superstar, that, you know, that marquee player, but but then again, I think that anybody who watches even a little bit of basketball is aware of Gordon Dragic and Bledsoe and, and probably even the Morris Twins, too. Is there a player that, that is flying under the radar that has had a significant role so far? You know what, I, I think if, if anybody, I, I, I would say it's Marcus Morris, uh, you know, the second Twin, obviously, you know, we, we brought him over uh, in a trade uh, to, to see if, if it would help out. And, and the, the first punch that we got, we, we saw the explosion of Markeith Morris. But it's been Marcus's uh, play as of late. You know, he was the one that precipitated the trade of Al, uh, Anthony Tolliver to Detroit because Marcus has been playing so well. The other night against Dallas, he had 20 points. He was 6 of 7 from behind the arc. So I think if anybody has played above what we expected this year and is still kind of flying under under the radar throughout the NBA, it would be Marcus Morris. Are you aware how lucky you are to have Isaiah Thomas as your backup point guard? <laughs> Dude, he's a starter. We have three starting point, <laughs> high-level starting point guards in the NBA. You know, even Kobe said it the other night in Dallas. Uh, again, Jeff Hornacek goes with those three guards. 
the, the beauty of having a point guard that can get his own shot without needing the pick and roll to bring a defender to kind of slow it down at the point of attack is unbelievable. And, and as you mentioned, we've got three very, very good point guards that are aggressive, that shoot the ball all the way to the three-point line. So how are you going to play them, and who are you going to put your best defender on? And it has. It's created problems and defensive matchups for, uh, for teams uh, up to this point. Pelicans and Suns here tonight at the Smoothie King Center. Suns radio analyst Tim Kempton here with us on the Black and Blue Report. Give me a good matchup tonight. What's one that you really want to watch between the Pelicans and the Suns? Well, I, I want to watch Marquise Morris against Anthony Davis. You know, Anthony Davis obviously is that budding superstar in the NBA. I want to see Marquise, how he stands up to that challenge, not only defensively, but going at Anthony Davis. Is he smart enough to, to be able to get his shot off? Does he... Is he aggressive enough to take it right at Anthony Davis and still be a factor in this game for us? I mean, he's going up against one of the, the, the top you know, power forwards in the game. Where is Marquise Morris measure up to, to a guy like Anthony, uh, Anthony Davis tonight? Mm, interesting. Okay. You got, a, you got a key to the game? If it's not the matchup, then overall, what would be a key tonight? I, I, again, for us, it, it's so – it's so fundamentally easy for the sun, Sean. I mean, I'm getting tired uh, of saying it. And I, I'm afraid my listeners are, are getting tired of me saying it. If they don't turn the ball over and if they run, the suns are in pretty good shape. When they get crazy and start throwing it all over the place, we're in trouble because they're usually out front turnovers. So, so the other team is getting easy buckets. If we make the simple plays, make good crisp passes and rebound the ball, that leads to those transition easy buckets for us. So that's what uh, that's what's been successful in this six game run. Only thirteen turnovers the other night in Los Angeles. So it's turnovers and rebounding for the Suns and, and in regard to their success. That'll be easy to track. I'm I'm pretty sure I can get my finger on that one. <laughs> um, uh, fair warning: the uh, media room meal at the Smoothie King Center might be one of the worst in the NBA. So I'll emphasize to you the need for a very good game day lunch. Here in New Orleans, How about I hope. Acme, should I go beat beat the crowd over at Acme and oh, get in there? That's a fine, fine suggestion right there, <laughs> and I think it's right out the back door of your hotel, pretty close. It sure is. Sean. Yep. Hey Tim, look forward to seeing you tonight. As always, thanks for your time today. Great talking to you, Sean. Thanks for having me. Radio analyst for the Phoenix Suns, Tim Kempton. He and Al McCoy will take it back to the Valley of Sun later on tonight, and we'll continue here on the Black and Blue Report with Tyreek Evans in just a moment. At the Auctioner Hospital for Children, no matter where you turn, you're surrounded by bravery. Children and teens dealing with health problems beyond their years. Parents working hard to keep the worry from their face. Doctors and nurses doing everything possible to get them back home where they belong. From rare brain tumors and leukemia to heart conditions and organ transplants, we offer a level of pediatric care unmatched in Louisiana. With more advanced capabilities than any other children's hospital in the region, even our kids-only ER can handle any pediatric emergency. In fact, the only thing tougher than the problems we see every day are the kids themselves. Choose the Auctioner Hospital for Children and never wonder if you could have done more. 
Call 866-AUCTIONER to find an affiliated pediatrician near you. Auctioner, healthcare with peace of mind. In New Orleans, food is more than a passion, it's a tradition. And Zatarans has been part of that tradition for 125 years. From jambalaya and dirty rice to crab boil and more, Zatarans has been jazzing up dinner since before there was jazz. And we're excited about what next season might bring. Jazz it up tonight with Zatarans, proud sponsor of the New Orleans Pelicans. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. We're talking Pelicans basketball on the Black and Blue Report. He's the pride of Chester, Pennsylvania. Tyreek Evans joins us on the Black and Blue Report. Hey, Tyreek, did, did you have a favorite college football team growing up in Chester, Pennsylvania? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, one of my teams coming up was um, Michigan. Um, been a fan when I was younger. My older brother was... I was a big fan of them, you know, and I just was younger, you know, and I, I watched them as he as he watched them. They became my team. And so now Jim Harbaugh goes to Michigan. I guess you're not. So there's the smile. Right, definitely. I mean, I'm letting it know now. You know, it's been my team before he was there. So, you know, I want everybody to say I jumped on the bandwagon. You know, so um, that's my team. Man, it seems like every time I turn on the television, there's, there's another college football bowl game. Have you been watching any of these things? Uh, I've been watching a few. I had a little bit of sushi last night downtown. Watched the Texas game. You know, and uh. Um, watched a few games with my friends, you know, but um, looking, I'm looking forward to the, the Florida State and um, the Oregon game. Coming from college basketball where they've had the tournament forever and a day, are you a fan of this new playoff system in, in college football? Um, I don't think it's all the way fair, but, I mean, they're they, they making progress, and um, I think it's, it's good that they did that, you know, um, they compete, you know, it's like, like a, kind of like a tournament now, like a little bit of a little March Madness, but um, I think it's I think it's definitely a good thing that they change that around and, and those teams get to battle with each other. Hard to believe we're coming to the end of a calendar year. I don't know about you, but 2014 went awfully quick. Yeah, it went pretty fast. I mean, um, we I'm glad that we got our whole team here playing, you know, and um, you know, guys are just healthy and we, we are here trying to figure out a way to get our team going, but um, you know, we want to start 15 off right, so we're going to keep winning and, and trying to get better. Have you ever made a New Year's resolution? Uh, not really. I mean, I don't want to say my New Year's resolution right now because I don't want to spoil it, but um, I hope I hope it happens. It just, I just know that I hope it happens. So you do make them, though? You uh, try to, at I least. I try to, right. Yeah. I try to. What's the one What's one that's stuck? Get, think back, at a, you know, whether you're young, young or now as a young man, um, one that you said, okay, here it is, and, and it actually stuck. Um... I knew you one of the, one of the new years uh, when I was younger. You know, I, would, I watched a lot of NBA TV. So um, once I was growing up, my my New Year resolution was to, to do two days. You know, in the gym for a year. You know, I and mean, my brother we we stuck to it. He thought I was gonna you know want to go play with my friends, play football. But after school and uh, before school, we went to the gym and did two days. 
Coach has been having you do a lot of things here so far this season. I think I've seen you play all, all the positions but one, maybe. Um, what's, what's been the most comfortable for you this time around? Uh, man, it's tough. I mean, uh, I mean, the type of player I am, I'm, I'm, I'm a team-first type of guy, you know, so uh, whatever it takes for us to win or coach try to put me in that position, I try to help us out, you know, not complain, you know, to the to the media or anything like that and say, I, I want to play this position. Um, but I don't know, man. It's between the the, the two, and the, well, since I've been here, the two and the three, they tough. I mean, I just look at it as a wing, you know, and when I get the ball, I just try to go and make, make a play for my teammates. But what's been different? Let me ask you this then. You know, you started the season when Eric was healthy as, as the three, quote unquote, and and now with Luke starting in Eric's spot, you're more of the the two, um, which flows better for you, I guess, out of those two. Man, does it matter? I guess I, I can't really say. It's tough. I get this question a lot. Like, what's my natural position? Yeah. I mean, I think I'm better with the ball in my hands, of course, you know. But um, but those two positions I've been playing, it's been really tough, man. Just trying to figure it out. The three spot, you know. Being a cutter, slasher, just trying to cut more. And when you're the two, it's like sometimes you get the mentality of just being a natural scorer. So it's tough. Tyreek, if you were to think about the travel and the strength of the teams you guys have played, are you okay with 15 and 15 going into tonight? Uh, I think we could be a little better. I mean, uh, we kind of let some games go, but, I mean, that's the NBA. We, we growing as a team. You know, we're we doing a good job of taking care of home court. Um, hopefully we can keep that up. But um, I, think, I would say we're uh, pretty happy where we are right now. You're in this deal right now where you, you win one, you lose one, you win one, you lose one. I know you guys have had to talk about this a little bit. What what gives right now? Uh, we talk about it a lot, man. We just try to try to be consistent and uh, win, win, go on like a three-game winning streak, make it feel good, and hopefully we can break out from there. But uh, we gotta we got to make that run. Our schedule is so tough. A good team every night. All right, final thing. Give me a thought or two on Phoenix tonight. Um, good team, um, young. Uh, they on, they on the roll right now. Um, the guards is quick, you know, and they they use um, one. They use the twins as their low post presence, and um, we just got to be ready to, for them to run a transition and take take quick shots. Thanks, man. Good luck tonight. Thanks, appreciate it. Yep, Tyreek Evans with us here on the Black and Blue Report. Right back after this. Santa Mardi Gras, baby. <laughs> Just something about the tradition of it all. Even though Fat Tuesday and Cash Crew scratch off from the lottery, you could be feeling like a king with up to $3,000 or even $12,000 in your back pocket. Stop and pick up Fat Tuesday and Cash Crew today. Now that's better than the good beads, baby. Must be at least 21 to purchase. Be at the Smoothie King Center to see your New Orleans Pelicans take flight on Tuesday, December 30th at 7 p.m. when the Phoenix Suns come to town. It's a New Year's celebration at the Smoothie King Center with the Pelicans' best pregame block party tipping off the fun at 5.30 with music, inflatable games for the kids, appearances by Pierre the Pelican, and a whole bunch more. Tickets start as low as $16. Call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com to get your seats today. Pelicans.com and NewOrleansSaints.com. Your first stop when following your teams. All right, welcome back to our program here from the Smoothie King Center Studios in downtown New Orleans. Did you know, by the way, did you know that in the uh, first return here 
of the NBA's All-Star balloting. Pelicans forward Anthony Davis now leads the Western Conference frontcourt players in fan votes. That's right, Anthony Davis has captured already over a half million votes, putting him 200,000 votes ahead of the second-place vote-getter for the Western Conference frontcourt players. That's Blake Griffin. Keep up the good work. Uh, Don't forget, there's a lot of different ways to do that electronically through NBA.com and other resources, I think including Twitter as well. You can vote for the All-Star starters through Twitter this year as well. Keep that up, and hopefully Anthony Davis will keep it up. He's been fantastic over his last five, averaging a double-double. He'll take 17 total doubles on the – he'll take – let me say that again. He'll take 17 total double-doubles into tonight's game against the Phoenix Suns. And it'll be matched up with one of the Morris twins probably for the majority of the night. Should be a fun one tonight. There are some tickets available still for tonight's ball game. You can also take advantage of a Pierre's party pack tonight. If you want to bring the family down here during the holidays, check that out at pelicans.com. We'll keep you up to speed on any breaking news regarding the New Orleans Saints. Of course, that'll be on your Saints mobile app and at neworleansaints.com. And we'll look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow on the Black and Blue Report. We'll be broadcasting from San Antonio, Texas, as the Pelicans will be on the road tomorrow, getting set for yet another matchup with the Spurs. Our thanks to Tim Kempton today from the Phoenix Suns Radio Network and to Tyreek Evans. And, of course, you too. I hope your holidays remain blessed and joyous, and we'll see you right back here tomorrow. I'm Sean Kelly. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.